folks, welcome back. It's Lauren. It's Brian. And we're here today talking to Paul. Uh, well, not right now. Oh. This is just the intro. Oh, okay. I was about to say hi, Paul. You almost tricked me. <laughs> I was like, Wait, he's not in here. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're going to talk to Paul um, shortly. Brian, what did, we, what did we talk about with him? Uh, we talked about the weirdness of him being a Seahawks fan when he's grown up his entire life in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And you could have just left it at the weirdness of him being a Seahawks fan. No, that's not weird. That's <laughs> perfectly normal. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and we also learned about how weird those circumstances are. Uh, hopefully, we're not, like, revealing illegal <laughs> business practices, but they're very peculiar. So I think it'll be interesting to listen to. Yeah, I do, too. Definitely an internship that I wish I had when I was in high school. Yeah, I... Well, I don't know if I'd want that specific job, but a job that would send me places. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I was in the state of Washington, <laughs> so it would have been a lot easier for for me. But, yeah, he also had a bunch of other jobs that, that we talked about. And, yeah. You know, just talked about him in general, kind of like we usually do with people. Yeah, we do that a lot. Yeah. Well, you should listen to the rest of this to learn more specific things than our very vague <laughs> introduction of what it's going to be about. Yep, and normally we'd uh, throw some news up here. Uh, I guess we could say go to our international conference. You can register for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Check out our the, men's page. By the time this is on. public, um, our our best rate will be gone, but you can still get the early bird rate, which saves you $150 off regular price of registration, which is pretty good. Ooh, you could buy a lot of chili cheese dogs with that money. Exactly. All right. Bye. Welcome to the front porch with Lauren Mohorn. All right, uh, I'd like to welcome today's guest and one of our Tier One software support technicians, Paul Allen. Paul, hey, welcome Lauren. to the show. Hey, Lauren, nice to have you. Yeah. Um, so let's just start with the basics. Who are you? Where are you from? And what is your favorite knock knock joke? Well, my name is Paul Allen. I am a software support technician here at Point of Rental. Um, I'm originally from uh, Staten Island, New York, but I actually been here in Texas since 2008, hmm. and I actually don't have a good knock-knock joke. Okay. Uh, alternatively, what is the worst haircut you've ever gotten? So the worst haircut I probably ever gotten was I decided to grow my hair out. So I actually used to have an afro hmm. back in like 2011 when okay. I used to work at a soup kitchen. So that was never fun wearing a hairnet. I was going to say, did you have to get like an extended size hairnet? Like how, <laughs> how big was this afro we're we talking it, it, about? It wasn't that big at oh, all. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, make... now that you don't have to wear a hairnet, are you going to bring it back or no? Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I, I grew out of that phase. Okay. Is Staten Island, is that the one that Lady Liberty's on? No. No. What it's one that? of the five boroughs of New York City. One of the five boroughs of New York City. Okay. I've um, flown into New York City, and then I flew out, and that was it. I didn't get out of the <laughs> airport. So I couldn't tell you where exactly that is. Maybe on a map. Maybe. Well, actually, probably not. I probably would have pointed to Lady Liberty and said, you're from Lady Liberty's <laughs> Island. Does it have an island? Or um, a, name, a name for the island? <laughs> I was going to so. say, she's not underwater. So. <laughs> Wait, she, but she but is people on But people island? don't live on really well that's why i was confused when he said he was from staten island and i'm picturing lady liberty's island i was like you're you didn't watch enough 90s sitcoms 
I guess not. No, I watched a couple episodes of Friends, but I don't think mm-hmm. they were on an island. Uh, they probably were in, on an island because we had, you know, oh. hands an island, then Staten Island, then Brooklyn, then Queens. And you're from one of those five islands. boroughs. Oh, a borough just means an island. So a borough is actually a city up like north. A name so, boroughhood. Right. So like oh. you know, New York is the Commonwealth of New York. That's not technically called a state. Like Australia is the Commonwealth of the UK or Great Britain or whatever they call it. Yeah, whatever they're calling it today. Oh. Let's go with no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, well, glad you got sorry, out of there. Sorry for Eric, all the misinformation, in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just like spreading false facts. We're, we're not a geography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's get talking more about kind of you and your, your uh, job history here so, um, and before here. Um, so what did you want to be when you were a kid? So what I wanted to be when I was a kid was actually a teacher. Hmm. So a I wanted to be subject? a high school teacher, Ooh. probably doing technology, since mm-hmm. that's what I'm good at now. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that it wasn't for me because, you know, with the day and age, you know, they teach you how to take a test. And I sure. actually want to make a difference. Mm, okay. Gotcha. You didn't want it to be so focused on how do we pass all the kids just to get to the next grade. You wanted right. to be an impactful teacher that would inspire kids to mm-hmm. grow up to be professional horseshoe players or, um, or coders or presidents. Yeah, whatever that may be. Very cool. Um, so you're not a teacher now. So how did you get he- here? Or am I jumping way past ahead? How did you get here? So or how did you go from teacher to uh, software support technician? So I was originally, um, of course, I was like all over the place. So... I was a IT administrator, senior program coordinator, volunteer coordinator for a soup kitchen up in Denton mm-hmm. called Our Daily Bread. Mm-hmm. And then I was also a custodian and worship coordinator for the church that I was also involved. So working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went to a racetrack and was a relief manager there. Then I went to become a detention officer for three months. And then I failed jail school by like two points. I was like, eh, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna stop you, you have, there. Yeah, you have to follow. <laughs> what? What is jail school? How do you fail out of it? How do you <laughs> test? What? What? So, <laughs> can I fail out of going to jail? <laughs> like, if I do, if I do something really bad, like, are they just like, we just don't so even want jail you? school? Pretty much teaches you the pretty much the laws on how to actually become a detention officer or a correctional officer. Okay. Of and I failed it by like three points. Oh no. And then they're like, oh, you can't take the state exam because you failed ours by, like, three points. I was like, You can't take it okay. again? Were you too nice or too evil? Mm. I was probably too nice. Because, mm. mm. you know, when I was in there, you know, with the inmates, I was like, you guys don't need to do your stuff. So, <laughs> like, if the sergeant comes in, just pretend that you're doing stuff. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> I, yep. Those are three important points, I think. <laughs> I'm also concerned about how you were going to be teaching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so there's a couple of things I do know about you. Be- oh, I guess I didn't actually let you finish. Uh, <laughs> so continue. So you um, were going to be a detention officer. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did that for a little bit. Okay. And then you know, I went to Sally Beauty corporate office up okay. in Denton. Mm-hmm. I was a mail clerk and a switchboard operator. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a switchboard operator, so let me go into customer service. So I worked for the SiriusXM uh, response center 
So, which is the emergency button that's in your vehicle. Yeah, oh. one of us actually answered it. Hello, OnStar. Mm-hmm. Help me. But so, not OnStar. Yeah, Sirius not OnStar. XM. So, SiriusXM Guardian, mm-hmm. which was uh, Jeeps and Fiat, Chrysler, those vehicles. We also mm. did some other ones as well. So, like Hyundai and Land Rover. So, what is the just quick idea behind that? Like, instead of it's just easier for them to push the button than to dial 911? Right. Like, would you just, are you like kind of the middleman that would talk to mm-hmm. the 911 person? I see. Yeah. Hmm. So, if there was, you know, an emergency or airbags were to deploy, sure. if you're in an accident, your phone's flying. You don't know where your phone is. Yeah. So, we'll actually oh. dial into the car automatically oh. and make sure you guys are okay. Oh, no, see this what is not God. This is Paul. <laughs> are you okay? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I also imagine that would be a little stressful. It, it was for a little bit. Yeah. I only did that for about six months. Okay. And then I went to Henry Shine One, which is um, they provide dental software okay. to dental offices. So I did that for about two years. I was a senior support technician and their install program coordinator. Hmm. When we expand, we can become point of dental. Oh, okay. So then I decided to take a shift of my career and went from the dental industry to the rental industry because mm. I wanted to rhyme. That's that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> wow. Well, that's great. Well, we're glad that through all those steps you were able to make it here. Yeah. How did you hear about Pointer Rental? Uh, so I was on LinkedIn just doing LinkedIn yeah. things, and I saw there was a job. I applied, and Lathan, our wonderful talent recruiter, just messaged me next day. That's great. That's good response time, too, because I feel like LinkedIn stuff, it re- I mean, it really just is a toss-up if you get a response quickly or if you hear back from them uh, seven months later after you've already gotten three other jobs. I like, was very well, shocked, actually. Yeah. Sweet. Well, um, way to go, Lathan. Shout out to being timely with LinkedIn responses. Mm-hmm. I have a question that's yes. unrelated to these. Now, when you're doing this Series XM response thing, you mentioned that there are a bunch of different brands involved. Mm-hmm. If you have a fancier car, do you get to like get the better uh, people <laughs> that call into your car? <laughs> I, I surprisingly no. Oh, mm. so it depends on who you are. That's who you actually you know get to speak with. Mm-hmm. So like I did uh, Subaru, I did Hyundai, Honda, I did um, FCA, which is Fiat Chrysler automobiles. I also did the older Mercedes Benz vehicles as well. It seems weird that they would break it down. By type of car, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. rather than region or? Yeah, so I did everything from, you know, Canada and United States. So it gets really interesting when they start speaking French. I was going to say, yeah, that would be a... (laughs) Sorry, sorry, you're going to die. Wee wee, one second. (laughs) (laughs) Did you learn French? We are looking for a French speaker here at Pointe Rental. No. Do you want to learn French? No. Okay, well... Sorry, French speakers around the world. Paul doesn't want to learn your language. <laughs> yeah, I barely speak English correctly. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, same here. Um, okay, well, there are a couple things that I do know about you, um, being that you're over on the support side. Um, so let's let's kind of talk about those first. Um, you worked or work or what? Work? Work? <laughs> work did or you do work in radio. Um, mm-hmm. So first, I guess we should clear up if you're still working in radio. So I was actually part of the wonderful layoffs of 2020, mm. but I was working on and off for the past 10, 11 years okay. with iHeartRadio. Oh, okay. 
Do you have to go to a studio to be in a radio, or is now like you just set it up at home and you're just? So I was actually one of the lucky ones. So I was actually doing most of my stuff, you know, at home mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was actually testing some of their at home stuff for some of the markets. So I was mainly on at midnight. Okay. So I didn't. But if I had to interview someone, then I went to the studio. Okay. Huh. What music were you listening to when you were talking? So anything that is pretty much like pop. Mm-hmm. Or top forty, see complimentary hits radio. Okay. So anything that is on the Kiss FM station down here in Dallas, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing. Mm. Did you actually listen to the radio, like what was playing on the radio, or would you listen to something else and then see like, oh, it's coming up at the end, turn off my music, and then it's I actually listen. I actually like the yeah. pop music. Oh, okay. I don't like the current stuff. I kind of switched over to like adult complimentary, which is kind of like a little bit of the older stuff, a little bit of the newer. Okay. Also switched over to alternative. And then I'm starting to get into country, which is kind of weird. But there's nothing weird about it. You're in Texas now. You've been here <laughs> for a while. Embrace it, Paul. <laughs> Just embrace it. Uh-huh. So would you ever go back to radio, do you think? You've uh, been doing it for 10, 11 years. I have a feeling you enjoy it. It, it was fun. <laughs> while, you know, while I was there, I sure. learned a lot. Of course, I did midnight traffic. I did some morning stuff. I did mm-hmm. traffic. Hmm. Which is always more stressful actually than you know pick up a nine one one call, but <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> if you don't get you know their traffic right at five in the morning, oof. Oh, do you get people calling in saying you got this wrong? I'm sitting in traffic now. <laughs> yep. Really? <laughs> wow, I need to start doing that. That's I feel like now you would just be like, you should have used ways, idiot. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so the second thing I know is that you're a Seahawks fan, mm-hmm. um, or at least Brian knows that because there aren't too many of y'all here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, <laughs> and where we already have a football team, kind of. Uh, we do. <laughs> I, I should be supportive of them. Um, so if you're from New York um, but have been here for a while, why, why the heck are you a Seahawks fan? That seems nowhere near where you are logistic- logistically. That's not the word. I don't know. Why are you a Seahawks fan? So when I worked in radio, you know, I was in the number 12 market, which is Seattle. So I actually, you know, went up there, saw a few games, and I just fell in love with the culture. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was actually up in Seattle a few times, you know, they do this thing called Radiothon, which is, you know, we, you know, do the uncompensated care fund for Seattle Children's, and we raise money for that. Is that a hospital? Yes. Or, okay. Seattle's yeah. Children's Hospital. So it's kind of yeah. like the Dallas Children's sure. here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I sat next to a few of the Seahawks players, you know, coming in at their own will. Casually. Hello. And, you know, answering phones and just being like a normal oh, person. Oh, I see. Huh. So they're, I, I pretty much like the culture. Yeah. That's cool. Is that why you're Do you have any connections? <laughs> Maybe we can get them on the show. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. Oh, oh man. You didn't invite them like, hey, want to go get dinner after this or anything? No. I'll buy hot wings. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, you know, catch a fish? No? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go fishing in Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And wow. then you could go to uh, Pike's Marketplace. Yeah, and they'll throw fish at mm-hmm. you. You don't even have to go fishing for them. That's cool. So what is a Seahawk? It is just a flying bird that goes into water. So it's a sea and it's a hawk. It's real? Mm-hmm. It's not like a like a unicorn or anything like that? No. Because I don't think I've ever seen a seahawk before. Like, 
what's that bird flying overhead? Oh, it's a seahawk. Like, hawks? Yes. Eagles? Yes. But a seahawk? Maybe because they're not here in DFW? I'm trying to figure out where you got unicorns from. <laughs> unicorns aren't real. And so I just <laughs> thought that seahawks weren't real. I know they're not a bird. Or like a pegasus, or if you want a flying one. I, I don't know. <laughs> they're actual real birds? Unicorns fly too, but they fly based on magic power. Oh. Instead of using wings. Mm, okay. So, I named two flying magical Anyway, a seahawk creatures. is not actually the name of a specific bird, although now it's kind of become like the nickname for the osprey, I'm pretty sure. Oh, the osprey. Okay. I've seen that backpack brand with the picture of the bird on it as their logo. So, I know that's a real bird based on that. <laughs> um, okay, well then what makes a bird a bird? If apparently unicorns <laughs> that fly by magic do not classify in your term as a bird, in your terms as a bird, does a pegasus with wings classify as a bird because it has wings? Wouldn't the birds come out of like a you know the dinosaurs in prehistoric times? I've heard that. So they have to descend from dinosaurs to be birds. I'm guessing. So lizards somewhere are in your birds. family tree got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think we can skip this. <laughs> You're the one who wrote it. I know. You wanted it in there. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> so you did a bunch of jobs where you help people. That's really cool. Um, but a couple of positions really did stand out to me that you were just listing off there. So the racetrack relief manager and the Sirius XM emergency call response team that we kind of talked about a bit earlier. Um, so one, give me your best... People are weird, huh? Uh, moment from your time at racetrack. So, as you know, here in Texas, we have this thing called the Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission. So, we can't the sell... TABC. Yes. Got it. So, TABC for short. So, we can only sell alcohol till a certain period of time. So, okay. whether that's midnight or 1 a.m. on Saturdays. Mm, okay. I had a bunch of college kids come in at... 1158 oh. saying hey could we you know, purchase alcohol and it's like yeah sure so they went running down to the alcohol they got you know a few packs of alcohol and stuff Nandy lights ran all the way back <laughs> i think that's actually what they got yeah. she was there yeah. <laughs> she i was, was a college kid once yes <laughs> yeah see I, I just did online but it's like i Literally, actually, I was like, okay, I need to see all your IDs. Looked at all their IDs. They're all over 21. I was Uh like, oh, okay. Scanned it, and it was like $200 worth of alcohol. Mm. I thought that was crazy. They're about to get ready for a party. Or they ran out, and they needed more for the party. Oh, yeah, that's fair. They didn't invite me, though. I was really upset about Uh, that. Did you ask? No. Oh, well, that's usually... I just ask, can I come? Continue the story. (laughs) (laughs) That, that's actually the full story. <laughs> you didn't, so they made did it. Did you decline the invite? Yeah, or? was it no. before midnight they made it in? The yeah, two so minutes? as long as we scan the alcohol before midnight, I could complete the transaction. Oh. Would things shut down or would you get in trouble if it was like 1201? If it's 1201, sometimes I let slide, sometimes. Oh, okay. But it's like up to the, yeah. the cashier to say, like, yeah, like if, there, to you, if like there's the line and the last guy's, you know, purchasing like a Miller Lite. Yeah, I'm going to just go for it. Sure. You can have your Miller Lite at midnight if you really want, sir. Yes. That's fair. 
Okay. So if you're ever um, working at racetrack again sometime in the future, and if you're listening to this and you're like, it's midnight, go to the racetrack Paul's working at, or like a minute or two after midnight, and he'll let you get some. You just need a time machine first. Yeah. (laughs) If you're using the time machine, you should just go before midnight. (laughs) That's fair, yeah. I am picking up a trend that you just kind of let rules slide. Are you are you very much <laughs> a, a rule stickler? <laughs> Sometimes. It depends. Okay. You know, it depends on my mood and how I'm feeling. Of course, I used to work overnights over at Racetrack. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're up all day, and then you're pretty much up all night as well. Mm-hmm. And you probably get like two hours of sleep, and you're like, eh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So um, question two here. Uh Give me the smallest emergency you responded to at Sirius XM. The smallest emergency was getting GPS directions because they pushed the wrong button. <laughs> How do I start so they this want, thing? Yeah. How many people did that? Was it Lots. Just, okay. Between that and also asking to activate their Sirius XM radio. <laughs> because even though that, I, yeah. you know, we have Sirius XM, we weren't part of the radio brands. Like, no, sorry, you have to call New York. You know, like, is that what you'd say to them? They push mm-hmm. the button, you're like, sorry, I need to call New York. And they're like... <laughs> yeah, I, I give them the number. Of course, oh, I'll give okay. them the number. Which is like a longer nun- number than pushing a button. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Well, but there was nothing where like the airbags deployed because someone just like kicked it too hard when they were trying to open their door with their foot or something. Well, we had a technical issue to where every... You know, since Mercedes-Benz ran off like the 2G network, which okay. is, you know, obsolete now. Low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a technical issue to where if they accidentally pushed the button and when we hang up, the car will decide to call back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Like a perpetual, like, yep. just conversation you hang up and then they call you back and you're yep. like, hello, oh, it's you again. Like, <laughs> where, how many times, what was the most amount of times they all went back and forth with that before someone just, like, Turned off their car and left. Oh, it'll still actually call. It's Even a built-in security feature. Yep. It, it oh. runs off an auxiliary battery. It, it's still calling him every... <laughs> <laughs> He's still getting them it, to this day. Yeah. It to his personal number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Are you ready to laugh? It's time for Jonathan's Jokes. Let's give him a hand. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So for today's joke, what happened when the lion ate the comedian? He felt funny. (laughs) All right, number three. I lied. There's actually another position that did stick out, um, the detention officer position. Why did you choose that job? So when I worked at the soup kitchen, I knew a Denton County Sheriff's officer. Okay. And he was like, hey, you should apply because I actually got laid off from the church. Mm. Fun fact. Mm. So I was out of a job and just trying to get money pretty sure. much. Okay. So so you're like, I'll go work at a job until people stay in your cell. Maybe. At least until I'm turned around. So the way that at least the Den County off, you know, department, sheriff's office works is mm-hmm. pretty much you have a pod of like 40 people. Okay. Or you have, you know, just isolation cells like you normally see on TV. Yes. Wait, you can have, like, 40 roommates in jail in Denton? 
Mm-hmm. That sounds like a party. That's probably all those what you thought were college kids. It's probably all of the people <laughs> that got out and they were like, "Gotta get us some natty lights." <laughs> and then they were just got pretty sure that's not how jail works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. No, that's... but they did uh, set a microwave on fire. That at was the jail or the at college the kids. Okay, gotcha. I was like, that was a very productive two minutes. If they like ran in, got the beer, set a microwave on fire, and got <laughs> checked out. That would be a lot. That sounds like a typical Tuesday. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Anyway, again, you did some other stuff, and now you're here, um, which is really what matters. So what is it that you do here as a Tier 1 software support technician? So I do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. So I support our customers on our expert, elite, and essentials customers. Okay. I also handle what we call our premier group, which is more of our enterprise customers. Okay. And I'm also right now assisting our learning and development team on internal training for our internal pointers as well. So helping get our new pointers up to speed on Mm -hmm. how our software works and how they can help. Um, Is is this all for support people that you're helping train or is this you're helping train? It's mainly support. Okay. But, you know, of course, if you want to sit in my training class, you're more than welcome to. Uh, that would be I try to keep it entertaining. Actually. Yes? I, I try to. How do you try to? You know, do I you just... bring in bunnies? No, I do not bring mm. bunnies. Okay. Well. Are, is this just your way of living out your childhood dream of teaching? Ooh. Yes, actually it is. Mm. We're glad we could help you achieve your dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, too, because I have a uh, bachelor's of entertainment business. And I always say, it's like I work at a business, and it's pretty entertaining. So Ooh. I guess my degree's working. There you go. <laughs> All right. So what is your favorite part of working here? Uh, meeting new people every day. And also getting to see the same pointers. Uh, of course, you know, due to COVID, I, like you know, I haven't seen everyone. And old people. I like meeting <laughs> I people. I think it's because we've been here for a while. So he's like, I don't want to offend that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I like you too, I guess. But, you know, it's like, you know, due to COVID, a lot of our pointers actually been working remote. Uh-huh. And it's been very interesting to see them because I'm like, oh, Adam and development, I haven't met you. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Because you are new to me. <laughs> but Adam's been here for quite a while. I don't know, a long time. It's like the old NBC. Uh, late or primetime lineup. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Mm. And they did the reruns over the summer. All right, so you like uh, meeting people, new and old, whoever they are, you just like talking to them and getting yeah. to know them. That's great. Um, what is your five-year plan, either professionally, personally? Uh, so my five-year plan professionally is probably, you know, become a trainer, become better at learning the software, mm-hmm. you know, working Keep with learning. our, you know, teams here across Point Rental, so our product team, our development team, probably even HR, why not? They might even know stuff. I think HR knows <laughs> stuff, yes. No, no offense, <laughs> HR. Jeez. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, no, that's great. Um, I was going to say something, but I just lost my mind with the offensiveness towards <laughs> HR. We love you, HR. <laughs> that's great. Not the people to offend Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. um, Let's move on to your interesting character questions. So we mentioned earlier that you have uh, had a radio career for a while. Did you ever interview anyone famous? Uh, So I interviewed a few YouTubers because I was part of like the on star, you know, becoming, you know, 
uh, a star thing. So okay. I interviewed like Tyler Ward, uh, Megan and Liz, uh, Julia Shear, a few people like that. So okay, uh, are they more famous than us? I uh, didn't recognize them, but that's not really saying much. I I don't know <laughs> if I'm into the YouTube Hall of Fame people. <laughs> I they they might be a little bit. Okay. You know. Just a tad. You guys got, you know, it, you guys got a lot of wiggle room. You just got to move to Nashville, start a singing career. <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll pass on that. <laughs> we'll stick here. I think, what, we just surpassed 10,000 Yeah, plays? woo 10,000 Woo-hoo. Plays. So that's, that's something there. <laughs> yeah, and then you invite me on. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to blow up. <laughs> There you go, because you've interviewed these people, and they love you and know you on radio, and they're like, Paul, I know him. So they're going to listen, and then all of their followers are going to listen. Now we're going to be more famous than them. Ha! <laughs> uh, anyway. Or you get, like, five viewers, because I used to work the midnight shift, and I was lucky if I got five. <laughs> eh. That's uh, our goal. <laughs> probably a lot of college kids drinking Natty Lights were listening to you, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, all right, so give us your top five favorite guests, um, and if you want to say why, I'll allow it. Top five favorite guests? Mm-hmm. They don't have to be famous necessarily, mm-hmm. but just. So probably some of my top five, I didn't really do much interviewing per se okay. because I was the midnight shift who wants to wake up early. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I did do stuff, it will probably be Tyler Ward. You know, he's a pretty good one. Uh, Is he a singer? Yes, he's a okay. singer-songwriter. And he's located currently in Nashville, actually. Hmm. All right. Uh, so Megan Nicole, I interviewed. Um, of course, anyone that did the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Mm. So I... Because <laughs> 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 I did attend some of those shows, which was kind of interesting. This is not a how, it's not how a top five this works. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. Oh. One, two, and then a million. I did <laughs> It's why I don't do the accounting on the software support side. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me get you over to a better expert because I barely know how to count the potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask earlier, is this your radio voice? Uh, or do you, if not, can I you give really us a I don't really have a radio voice, per se. You don't? Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, well. If you're on radio, you can have a radio voice. Mm. Yeah, it's called just adjusting the dials and... <laughs> Hopefully I don't turn off my microphone. <laughs> hmm. Or I turn it on. I'm a radio mime. I like it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, back to the interview because I feel like I may be crossing a line into just bullying you, trying to make you <laughs> uh, give your radio voice. Anywho. Um, and again, we talked about your time covering the Seahawks. Um, how does that work? Are they paying to send you to Seattle and back a bunch of times? I know you said that you, um, did a cook children's radio Mm. program fundraising thing with them. Radiothon. Radiothon. Were you flying back and forth from New York to Seattle or Dallas to Seattle? So I was actually in Dallas at the time. Okay. So the wonderful people at iHeartMedia were actually paying for my trip to go to Seattle and then back. Okay. That's great. So multiple times, or was this just like a one-time trip? It's multiple times. Um, I even flew to, like, New York for their Jingle Ball. I flew to L.A. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, when we talked before the show, you mentioned that you were in high school while you were doing this. Yes. What? How? So <laughs> I started in 2008. I was in high school. Okay. And it was part of kind of like a little intern contract thing that I was doing. 
Okay. So with that, that's why I was actually working, you know, remote from home all the time and doing the midnight show mm. was because I was also doing school. Wow. Like a senior in high school, kind of like internship before you go to college kind of deal? Or so in 2008, like I was probably a sophomore, Whoa. sophomore or freshman. Hmm. That's cool. That's a cool gig to get. As I mean, most of them are like, I'm a cashier at Wendy's or whatever. Like that's kind of like mm-hmm. your, or wherever. That's cool. How'd you end up getting a radio job in high school? Lots of, lots of, lots of work. Okay. What, talk what, to, <laughs> what, it, what work? Did you talk to people? Did I, I you talked to a few people. A I did some people? interviews and stuff. And it, it was just kind of like one of my little passions I wanted to do and explore. Did you already have like a radio setup at home? No, I actually had the equipment. Okay. So it you was the pre And you were just stuff. like, look, you don't have to buy anything. Like I've, I've got my own microphone here. Just let me talk on your radio station. Yeah. And if I learned how to turn on my microphone about you know, 55% of the time, then I probably would have probably kept it. <laughs> oh, so is it a difficult microphone to turn on? Or like you would be like doing a midnight show and realize you weren't actually doing the midnight show? You do the midnight show, then you have an air check, and then you're like, oh, I forgot to turn on the microphone. Oops. Mm. I just But music wasted... was still playing. Uh, Yeah. So I always had like some low music always playing this way. You know, we wouldn't get in trouble. So you've worked in a lot of places, so I assume you've had a lot of experiences with management of various types. What key trait do you think all good leaders have in common? Um, all good leaders have communication. So as long as you communicate with your people or your employees or your subordinates, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. then that makes you a good leader. Okay. Understand the practice and what they do day to day. That always helps. So if they've kind of done it themselves already, rather than just they're here to manage the people, they kind of also are able to help right. out with um, what they're doing day to day. Okay. And then just being in constant communication with them. Right. That sounds good. Um, so let's pretend Brian did a better job at producing and had more questions here for you. What should I ask you about that you would tell the wonderful people listening um, to know a little bit more about you? Oh. Uh. Well, hopefully I haven't screwed up your accounting. <laughs> That's always a good start normally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm normally not on the phones as much, so they probably don't actually get to hear me no more. Oh, okay. Because you're doing more trainings I'm with I'm doing more L&D. trainings and learning oh, with our L&D department okay. stuff. Gotcha. So hopefully I'm teaching the new pointers <laughs> there you go. actually how to do accounting correctly. There you go. Because how long have you been with Pointer before? I don't think I've been here that. over a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. Or according to LinkedIn, like 10 years, because that thing's always wrong. <laughs> you know you're in control of what <laughs> goes into LinkedIn, right? <laughs> okay. I, I look, you know, it's funny because, you know, it's like, oh, you've been here a year and a half. I was like, oh, cool. And I look at it, I'm like, why does it say two, two years? What's going on? Yeah, we'll worry about it tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Um, does any of your family live here in Texas as well, or are they all still up living on Lady Liberty's Island? Yes. So my dad actually lives on the other side of State Highway 360 in Euless. Sweet. My sisters, my three sisters, and my mom live up in Den. My, uh, one of my aunts lives in Atlanta, Georgia. The other one lives in, I think, Phoenix, Arizona. And then I have other aunts and uncles in, uh, Sturt City, which is a little area in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Sweet. So kind of fall over then. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Where do you meet for like Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything? So You're my like Kansas. <laughs> Why not throw a dart? So on my immediate family. So my mom, my sisters, my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year we did uh, Thanksgiving at my place, mm-hmm. and then we did Christmas at my sister's place up in Den. Gotcha. Okay. Which I was really excited for because I didn't have to clean. Mm-hmm. You know how much there torture it is, you know, cooking and then you have to clean. Yes. Yes, I, I had first Christmas, well, yeah, first Christmas at my house this year, and it was fun. Cleaning, not fun, but Christmas, yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Um, any pets or anything you grew up with? Dogs, cats? Uh, I had some dogs, but I don't really remember them. Mm. Okay, so you're much more of a cat person than is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Actually, I don't have any animals right now because I'm highly mm. allergic. Oh, Thank no. you, Texas. Uh, Seahawk? <laughs> Could you get one of those? Uh, Can are you, you have them as a pet? Os- are ospreys endangered? It's, it's not a good idea. Oh. You know, like yeah, and plus, I pr- have like a $500 pet deposit at my But complex. do you know how cool you would look if you had like an osprey on your shoulder and you're like walking into work? There are birds of prey, so you need, like, they have a big <laughs> flying radius that they need to have. And uh, Do you live near a park? Uh, yeah. Boom. I'm sure there's mice in the park. <laughs> there's not too many small dogs. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also, uh, I think, a few cows over there also. Also. I don't think that when they say bird of prey that they mean, I mean bird of prey You could upgrade to, to having a pet <laughs> cow, I guess. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Are if you you're going to have to pay the $500 deposit, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. Get a cow. There you go. Yeah, these complexes just want money. Uh, All right. Well, let's move on to the five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. questions. What would you say is your greatest success in life? My greatest success is actually making a difference. No matter if that is small, big, you know, training or, you know, just helping a friend who's in need. That is my biggest success. Oh, so it can be just like an everyday, however you help yep. someone, that's a success. That's cool. I like that. I don't think I've heard that answer before. Um, question two, what is your greatest fear? My greatest fear? Ooh. I think my greatest fear would be like waking up in the middle of nowhere and not knowing where I am. Like abducted by aliens or... Well, we're, we're not going to talk about Area 52, but... We can talk about Area 51, though. Area 51's a myth, don't you know? They're all oh. in Area 52. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> is, is the middle of nowhere wooded? Is it, like, technologically, like, sterile? Is mm. it an open field? So I was actually going to one of my best friend's wedding. She lives up in uh, Reno, Nevada. Okay. And going Which to is Reno, close to Area nowhere. 51. Yeah, so going to Reno, it was like five hundred dollars. I was like, oh, I could just fly into Vegas, <laughs> and it'll be like two hundred dollars cheaper. <laughs> Did you do that before? No, I just know the geography out west. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, I'll just you know take the six-hour drive because I did it in Texas, going from Dallas to Galveston. Why not? That was the worst drive. It's was, just flat desert. Right? It, yeah, it's flat desert, and it, like mm. this rail car better not go Die. because I have no signal. Did you have OnStar just in case? 
me and Sirius OnStar XM. went Sirius work. XM. Dang it. Did you have Sirius XM? No, I don't think OnStar would even work or Sirius XM would even work over there. Oh. I thought that was the Be- point of him. Well, you push the button and it just says, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, it runs off not only satellite, it also runs off your cell phone signal. Mm. And I had no cell phone signal. So maybe you need to take a survival course just in case. Then you won't be afraid of it anymore. Or you need like, to buy a satellite equipped. phone. Or you could just fly oh. into Reno. <laughs> yeah, I did that the next time. <laughs> and then I just drove the hour because she's like an hour east. Oh, like, ugh. <laughs> All right. Um, if you could tell first day at Pointer Rental Paul one piece of advice that would lead to becoming a successful pointer earlier, what would you say? Take it easy. Just soak it all in. Don't try to rush things. Okay. Did you feel like you tried to rush things when you first got I always here? try to rush things. Yeah? Yeah. That's just my just nature. like, okay, there's all these software products. I need to be experts on them by the end of lunch. And it's like first day, and you're like, mm. I, I oh. wish it was like that. Yeah. So I, so I started the end of July. I did essential training. And then the November, I learned expert. And then while I was learning expert, I was like, hey, so expert and elite are kind of the same back then. So let me learn both at the same time. And that, I guess, kind of worked. Yeah. I feel like it would also be hard to distinguish between the two, like when you're going back and forth. Like, which one Which one are we talking about? It also doesn't help that they both start with E. I guess All three of them start with E. Yeah. It's super convenient when we try to uh, use the initials, and it's like, dang. Yeah. E-S-S-E-X. And E L E L yes, and then and then we have S R I, is that Cerinx? It's either S X or S Y. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, you, you guys are the marketing people. I just listen. To you guys. Oh, we can tell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's S Y X and guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. All right, question number four. What is your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? My embarrassing moment. Your most embarrassing moment, not just like a regular embarrassing moment. <laughs> well, no one's in the office, so I don't know if I have any embarrassing moments unless I just run to a wall. Actually, <laughs> I... Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the one of the glass doors in the cantina broke. And, of course, it took a few months to actually get fixed and stuff. So when they finally put Why, back up, of course, <laughs> <laughs> takes a while, you know. Yeah, it takes a while, you know. That it's thick glass and stuff. Okay. But it's like you know they put it back up, and it's like, oh great, they put back up the door. For the f- next week, I was running into it. Oh no, because you were just so used to it not being there. And then, of course, I guess who was the one to actually put the sign up? You. And then still ran into it. Oh. Did anyone <laughs> witness you running into the store ever? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't remember? There are cameras around. <laughs> uh, not in that general facility. Mm, okay. See, I'm smart. I know when to run into things because there's no cameras in that general location. I don't think you can do I'm smart after talking about how you kept running into a <laughs> Uh Yeah, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but running into a glass door once, minor offense. Running into a glass door <laughs> multiple times, capital offense, you're now sentenced to death. Yeah, and uh, not ooh. only that, you know, if I'm not paying attention, you know that couch that's next to the PlayStation and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I tripped over that multiple times. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> know if we can case. up it um, <laughs> from capital offense, but you're past that now, and you are being double sentenced to death. I don't know if that's possible. 
Um, well, yeah, it's easy. You just, you know, kill them, and then you bring them back to life, and then you kill them again. Okay. Yeah, standard. <laughs> Didn't know that. All right. Um, what is your last meal or meals, I guess, if you're dying twice, um, and why? Uh, my last meal would probably just be cheeseburger and fries. Something simple. And it has to be someplace good, too. Mustard or mayonnaise? It has to be mustard. Okay. Which place are you getting this burger mm. and fries from? I mean, there's a huge difference. Mm. I don't know. Do I want someplace fancy or do I want like some like five guys? This is your last I don't, meal on earth. I probably do five guys because they have amazing fries. Not even about the burger? Well, they ha- they also have a good burger too. Okay, they have a good burger. All right. It's but they have than- amazing fries. Okay. <laughs> you know, you could get like the fries from five guys and then like an amazing burger from somewhere else. You don't have to get it all just in one meal. Yeah, but I don't want inconvenience to people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you're getting a burger and fries from Five Guys. Um, Any dessert? Uh, Or a drink? How about some cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory? Mm, Okay. And a Coke. Okay. I think Five Guys is close to Cheesecake Factory, so that's not too far away. So it wouldn't be too much of an inconvenience for whoever is in charge of getting... Five Guys had Cheesecake Factory close Um, to each other. Arlington? Uh, Park Small. Oh, I hate that area. Yeah, but I think actually that is probably a big inconvenience. But now you like it. There you go. All right, Uh, acceptable. That's you're getting put to death at Arlington Park Small. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time I go down to the Park Small, it's like, oh boy, (laughs) will I make it alive? No offense to anyone who owns the Park Small. I don't know who would be offended by that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, Contact us. Maybe some offense. <laughs> um, all right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Probably not try to help people so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm always willing to help out people. That's the thing. What would you That's rather do? That's a great do? answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for example, like I have one of my best friends in South Carolina. They just went through a breakup. Okay. And, of course, you know, it's like my job is like, oh, you know, are you okay? You're doing all right? And it's sure. like I just keep, you know, asking. She's like, I'm fine. Stop asking. I'm like, well, sorry. That's just my nature. Mm. Got to make you sure that make sure everyone's good. make sure your friends good. are doing okay. I see. Hmm. Okay. So still caring for people but not being overbearing in your yeah. caring. Okay. Gotcha. So not like a helicopter parent would be, but more like an osprey would just fly by. Like, are you Okay. Okay. You're fine. You want to? He wants to grow up to be a Seahawk. That's what I'm getting. Uh, all right. Question five: If you could change one thing at Point of Rental, what would it be? Uh, probably have less products. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going for simplicity. I think that's your goal. Yes. That yeah. Twenty twenty two. We could we could try this simplicity. Hey, what is your plan? Do you have a plan for us to have less products? Uh, have you thought <laughs> we're just going to stop. <laughs> I'm just going to have them stop. <laughs> uh, what is your spirit spice? My spirit spice? Mm-hmm. Similar to like a spirit animal you've probably heard of, but this is if you open up your spice rack in your kitchen and you were like, this spice represents me because reason. Uh, 
do I even have a spice? I can't use like whatever. Cause let's see, maybe poultry seasoning. Poultry seasoning. Why do you say that you are most like poultry seasoning? You know, it's a little bit salty. It's a little bit peppery, a little bit sweet, depending on which poultry seasoning you get. So you could be salty to people. You could be sweet. It just depends on which Paul you get. Yeah, it also depends on the time of the month and everything like that. Oh. And Paul kind of sounds like the beginning of poultry seasoning. Poultry seasoning. Mmm. <laughs> okay. Acceptable. I'm going to uh, market that now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Tell me a secret about Point of Rental. A secret? Mm-hmm. Do I have any secrets? I've been here a year and a half. I mean, yeah. You should have some secrets. I should have some secrets, but I always try to stay out of the secrets. <laughs> or uh, something not well known to most people about Point of Rental. I, I do know the support department is changing a little bit to make our customers experience a lot better. <laughs> that is a good secret. That is a good secret. I don't know. Have we announced that? Do we announce yep. that ever? Oh. Darren's podcast just went out. Oh, yes. Do you have a podcast for that? Do this yeah, I talked to Darren about uh, I should really go to, uh, you know, pointofrail.com slash podcast. Slash porch. It should work both ways. Either one. All right. That is a good secret. Listen or uh, subscribe to Point of Rental on the podcast platform of your choice. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, Paul, for chatting today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, send Paul some love this week. Send him an email, maybe a gif of your favorite bird of prey. Um, and just be epic and let him know that you care. Um, and thanks for listening today. We'll keep the porch light burning for you. You yellow-bellied, liver-skinned, <laughs> son of a bucket. I don't know. <laughs>